Welcome to a special edition of WCSU 411, the podcast about interesting people and events at Western Connecticut State University. I'm Paul Steinmetz, and today we are concentrating on interesting events. You may have heard that we've been hit with a double whammy here. First, the norovirus appeared on campus, sickening several people, and then a Danbury water main broke, causing the water to be unsafe on both our campuses. So today we have Carlos Dos Santos, the president of the Student Government Association, along with Oscar Cortez, the incoming vice president of student relations with the uh, SGA, and Dr. Keith Betts, vice president of student affairs. Just a warning with Keith, he grew up in England, and that's why he sounds that way. So, gentlemen, uh, let's talk about how the university has been handling this. Uh, how about from the student perspective first? Um, Carlos and Oscar, do you think uh, you've heard a lot of questions? Are uh, we answering the questions? Are you happy with how things are going so far as much as far as communications? I think we, as students, um, there's been obviously this climate of unease at the university that obviously is to be expected. It is around finals time and then you get hit with both of these issues. Um, I don't believe the university is at fault in regards to anything, in my personal and professional opinion. I do believe the university is doing everything it can to help ease um, the situation at the moment. Obviously, we don't have limitless resources to be able to take care of everything instantaneously. But from speaking to like various members of the administration, um, things are being done as fast as possible. We have supplies coming in continuously. We have members of the administration staying in touch with the health departments throughout the city and throughout the state. Um, at this point, it's just a matter of closing that gap in communication between the administration and the students and just uh, like reassuring students that your safety and your health is the main concern of the university and everything is being done in order to assure that. Mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll just, I'll just uh, tack on to that because I, I, I appreciate that, um, uh, Carlos. Uh, the other thing that's coming out uh, probably in the next 20 minutes or so is an FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions, that addresses both these scenarios that we're working on. And, and that will be posted to the website. It will go out to faculty and staff. Uh, obviously, uh, you, Carlos, sent out a message or will be sending out a message as soon as these FAQs are, are, are posted. Uh, to all students. So that will hopefully um, address a lot of the misinformation out there that obviously is a part of any situation like this. Yeah, absolutely. I think the most pressing matter right now is actually that misinformation. I think Carlos can attest to that since we uh, woke up this morning, there was just a lot of information going around that wasn't exactly the most correct, uh, especially one being that uh, um, the people were getting charged for their rooms being cleaned on campus. Um, that one was a very interesting uh, piece of information that I heard this morning, but of course no one's getting charged. I think uh, the main concern I feel since I've gotten up this morning is that people are just coming up with concerns that are really unfounded, I would like to say. I mean, respectfully so. Like I understand that there's a lot of going on and you know people are a little afraid to be at WestCon, but I think the, the real problem is just telling people what exactly is going on and um, what is actually being done. Because I know that while Carlos and I were uh, literally and physically bringing water to students, <laughs> there was you know, people kind of saying, oh, nothing's being done, the administration's not doing anything. But um, as I had just said, I was walking around with Carlos and Don Grayson and working with other people to actually get um, the supplies that students need. And I think um, once we address those concerns, I think 
for the most part, will come out on top with all this. Yeah. Well, I'll just give a little history of what's gone on here in the last few days. In case anybody doesn't know, uh, last Friday we heard that students uh, in fairly large numbers or groups of students were getting sick. So uh, we started trying to figure that out, working with the State Department of Public Health, the City Health Department, to see if this was some kind of outbreak, and it turns out it was. Uh, there's uh, something called a norovirus that is uh, spread on campus. Um, usually comes from, affects a lot of people all at once from a single source. We don't know what that source is yet. The State Department of Public Health will figure that out eventually, maybe. And uh, uh, we're at the point now where fewer people are getting sick. There's still apparently some transmission person to person. Uh, but this is a virus that doesn't transmit through the air like the flu or measles does. So you can sit in the same room with a sick person and breathe the same air and not get sick. Uh, the transmission comes from putting your hands to your face and your mouth and picking up something and putting it, ingesting it. We were starting to turn the corner on that. And on, um, what's today, Wednesday? Yesterday yeah, was the yesterday, uh, yesterday, late Monday yesterday. night. The water main break broke nearby, <coughs> a 16-inch water main that um, started to drain one of the local reservoirs. And um, we have water on campuses, on both our campuses, but it is potentially uh, contaminated. So we've gone through the process of learning how to uh, deal with that. Can we shower in it? Can we drink it, use it to wash our hands? As of today, we can shower in it. We shouldn't, uh, it'd be better to not use it to wash our hands and certainly not drink it. And so the university's been putting bottled water around campus. Uh, for a while, West, uh, the West Side campus was okay with the water, and today we found out it's not anymore. So we've been catching up with information and uh, putting it out as fast as we can, like you have said. Um, uh, trying to put out as much accurate, inf the, uh, accurate information as we can, as quickly as we can, as soon as we know it. And um, sometimes it sounded a little contradictory. Sometimes we haven't been able to answer all the questions. And, um, but we are trying to do that and to serve students. We got the water out very quickly, uh, held our maintenance and facility staff over uh, from the day shift, brought in the night shift early, and um, of course, have been cleaning up after everything and cleaning services. And uh, our cafeterias have been completely um, deep cleaned and is pro probably as clean as they've ever been. And so we're very confident the food is safe there. And uh, we're trying to progress and hope that the water situation resolves itself fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think something uh, I'd like to add um, on top of the whole, <laughs> all the work that's being done, something that Carlos and I just had uh, gotten done finally is um, in regards to the whole food situation. There's a lot of like hate <laughs> uh, flowing around. And um, I think it's really important to know that like we're doing our best and the Student Government Association ourselves, we're, we're working really close with um, some connections we have, I guess, and we're um, looking to do uh, Panera on the west side mm -hmm. in the evening for students who are you know still in practice for any sports teams that they might be on or if they have classes and rehearsals because the VPA building stays open really late and um, there's just you know support on all sides you know faculty administration students and it's just really like um, pulling the things together 
And during that time, it, it's, it seems as though where nothing's happening. There's inactivity. But of course, um, we can't just say, oh, this is happening right away. Um, there's people we have to go through and people that we have to talk to, make sure things are doing, being done correctly. And um, we can make sure that everyone's getting all the resources that they need. Yeah. So uh, across the university, yeah, on any incident, we have an emergency management protocols. And across all the units, the, re the response and the recovery to both these incidents that are happening simultaneously uh, has been unbelievable. And it's happening, as you said, behind the scenes, but there's a lot of peddling behind the scenes to yeah. make all this happen. Uh, food services and our partners there with Sodexo have been wonderful. They've been bringing in uh, teams of people as well. Uh, one of their accounts is a, a business uh, in town, and they're going to get food from that account and move it here uh, this evening. Uh, so we're doing as much as we can. Uh, I will say, and it just really piggybacks a little bit onto what Paul said, and that is, you know, we do not know, uh, if we focus on the norovirus and not the, uh, the, the water break, we do not know what the source was. Uh, what I can say is working with uh, Connecticut Public Health and Danbury Public Health, there will be a survey going out to all faculty, staff and students requesting that everyone participate in that survey. It should go out today, the latest tomorrow morning, I expect it today actually, requesting everyone, whether you've been ill or not, to fill out these uh, few questions to help the public health systems identify what the source was. Mm -hmm. So uh, again, again, it's a collective we, and I'm really been encouraged by what I see by the students, obviously yourselves, and obviously uh, the staff uh, across the board and faculty in terms of our members pulling together here to try and help the situation. There's been some, you raised this, Oscar, there's been some question about whether the university is really uh, making decisions based on the health of the students. and. I guess I just have to assure everybody that that's what our main first thing. It's not about, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that finals are a couple of weeks away, but it's not, we aren't staying open or haven't stayed open because finals are coming up or only because finals are coming up. We're staying open because we know that we can provide a safe environment. It's inconvenient, it's a little stressful, but it's not um, going to increase the possibility that every that people get sick. In fact, we've done things to decrease the uh, possibility of getting sick. Uh, and that's a message that we've been trying to get out that not everybody is um, accepting. Yeah, I think it's um, part of the, the student body, their responsibility is to kind of recognize that, is that, um, and something I had mentioned with Carlos earlier, it's like there's no situation I ever think where you're going to be 100% safe from all things, especially at a college campus, especially with our college in particular split. So I think it, it, it is part of our duty. That's the reason why we are in the student government is to spread that message. It's like, yeah, we do understand that it isn't the greatest situation, but there's still things to be done. Like you still have to go to class. You, we still want to give you the education that you're paying for. We want to give you the opportunities that, you know, you know, that we are here to give you. And um, I think that just half the battle is really trying to push people to understand that um, we really need to work together to accept that, you know, it may not be the best circumstance, but life goes on and that's how we have to deal with it. <laughs> we have to go with the punches and as the information comes along. And I, I, I think that that really is the struggle that I, Carlos and I know we're having all morning was like um, getting dealt one piece of information, then another, and then having to react to that. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, students get blinded to that. 
they don't realize that we're all really just doing our best um, with the information that we're given and all of that. So in, in terms of information, uh, obviously information and data obviously drives decisions and should. And so we've been in constant contact uh, through our health services department uh, and the director over there with Danbury's uh, Public Health, uh, Connecticut State Public Health, the hospital, uh, all across campus from athletics to res life to uh, uh, you know, all, all the different groups, if you would, to, res you know, uh, to, to try and get a handle on the number of cases. More importantly for me anyway and for the group is the trend of those cases as well. Uh, so that drives a lot of our decisions, obviously. And we're doing that constantly and getting updates twice a day minimally. Uh, because we need to obviously track neurovirus you know as we sit here we we are doing everything we can because if there's anything that we should be doing more we'd be doing it uh, but we, we all have to we can't there's no letting up at all because neurovirus can spike at any time because it's that um, viral and so uh, we're, we're we're monitoring again everything we can in real time and I think it's important, at least from a student perspective, just to let everybody know that I have no doubts that the administration is acting um, in a way that is exclusively to benefit students and to assure that students are safe um, on campus. I've seen a lot of students complain about that, like, why hasn't class been canceled again? Um, why is her health being put at risk? And that's not necessarily what's happening. Um, as Dr. Betts had mentioned, they have been in constant communication with three separate entities. Um, to assure that it is safe to convene class. Um, and they are acting on, for the well-being of the students. Um, uh, after speaking with multiple administrators throughout the day and throughout the week, like, I have no doubts about that. So rest assured that everything that is being done is being done with everybody's health and well-being in first place, even above the actual academic aspect of things. Thank you. Even President Clark said, hey, if a student has a question, call him. Yes, and that, right. that'll be out in the message that is coming from my desk later on in the day. Um, if you still feel that despite all of the efforts, you're still not feeling safe being on campus, um, and if you can afford to go home, go home for the week. Um, if any of your professors hold you accountable for missing class, reach out to myself, reach out to Dr. Clark, um, because we are willing to deal with cases on an individual basis just to make sure that you're not held accountable for missing class, even though it is we are in the last two weeks of classes. Um, if you feel that you're, the best option for your health is to head home, um, then by all means, um, choose that option, and we'll deal with things when all of this subsides. That's right. Keith, you, they still have to do the work, right? They may not be in class. They won't get punished for that, but they still have to complete their homework, right? Yeah. Yes. You're not just going to get A's <laughs> just for, no. Yeah. And Anything else? Right. Well, I think we covered it. Uh, course uh, please keep looking toward the uh, website and uh, emails and social media the university will be sending out a lot of more information Keith what else do you have yeah I, I just want to say that uh, collectively we can all help here uh, and so it, it, I strongly encourage you to read the messages coming out from the student government president look at the FAQs and help our community your community to dispel the myths by going onto social media with the, with what's in the FAQs, not what you're hearing or seeing on social media that may be misinformation. That will help all of us tremendously. 
That's true. We haven't said enough as a university, I think, that we need everybody's help. Uh, it's a difficult situation, two difficult situations stuck together, and um, we aren't trying to do this alone. We're trying to uh, work with our community. Uh, so please stay informed. Please uh, do what you can to stay healthy. That means washing your hands all the time. And uh, stay in touch with us so that uh, we can help um, answer questions and, uh, as we said, keep everybody safe. All right, gentlemen? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank all you. right. Thanks for coming on to this uh, emergency podcast. I want to thank our producer, Scott Volpe, too. He makes this podcast uh, come to us each week. This is a special edition, so you might get two this week. Remember, when you find WCSU 411 on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, subscribe so you can keep up with all this news like this. After you subscribe, leave a comment there or on Twitter at, w, uh, at W4, <laughs> on Twitter at WCSU 411. Until the next edition, this is Paul Steinmetz.